Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, March 4th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Artist collective St. Louis Story Stitchers is releasing its first album and a series of podcasts about life in city neighborhoods. Even though all you hear about is the killing and the murdering, you know, there's still love there. You just have to want to see it and you just have to listen and you'll find it. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports on the unique histories and possible futures of St. Louis neighborhoods. Missouri's health department has again found hundreds of COVID-19 deaths that were previously unreported. Alex Smith has more. The state health department found 225 previously unreported deaths through examination of death certificates this week. More than two-thirds of these occurred in January, and most of the rest occurred in February. The state has been announcing unreported deaths regularly since September, and since the start of 2021, these have added nearly 2,000 deaths to Missouri's COVID-19 fatality count. More than 8,000 Missourians have died of COVID-19. I'm Alex Smith. The number of COVID-19 cases and deaths in St. Louis County nursing homes last month was the lowest reported since a year ago, March of 2020. Information from the St. Louis County Health Department shows just over 130 nursing home residents tested positive for COVID-19 last month compared to about 500 in January. 20 people in nursing facilities died last month from the disease, a nearly 85 percent drop since January. Parkway North High School is closed for the rest of the month because of a COVID outbreak among students. The West County School District says the infection has hit a, quote, significant number of students. Twenty percent of the student body is in quarantine because of possible exposure. Sports and after-school activities are canceled. The school plans to reopen March 29th. That's after spring break. The St. Louis Aquarium at Union Station is settling with three former employees who claim they were wrongfully terminated last year. Under terms of the settlement, the aquarium takes no responsibility for wrongdoing, and the firings have been removed from the employees' records. Former worker Caroline Patterson cannot disclose the settlement amount, but says overall she's happy with the outcome. It's a good part of closure because another thing that they have to do is post a labor rights bulletin right next to the time clock so that other employees will know what their rights are and that they wouldn't feel intimidated or worried about retaliation. St. Louis Public Radio spoke with a dozen current and former workers who said management had created a hostile and unsafe working environment. The company did not immediately respond to a request for comment. St. Louis is one of three U.S. cities taking part in a pilot program to track plastic garbage in the Mississippi River. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan Ault reports the goal is to help lawmakers develop policies to fight the problem. Plastic garbage can clog the river, hurt plant and animal life, and add chemicals to what ends up becoming drinking water. St. Louis, along with St. Paul, Minnesota, and Baton Rouge, Louisiana, are the first three sites of a tracking program led by the United Nations and National Geographic. St. Louis Mayor Lida Krusen says the data may suggest changes to local laws, but that could be a difficult process. She cites an objection to a plastic bag ban a few years ago. The state has responded by preempting us for doing that, 
There have been some folks who have thought about some sort of deposit on plastic bottles and that that sort of thing. All three sites will upload plastic garbage information to a publicly accessible database as a first step. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. The artist collective St. Louis Story Stitchers is out with a new project. The Why of My City includes the group's first album and a series of podcasts about life in St. Louis neighborhoods. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports the project brings different generations together to grapple with the history and future of the Gateway City. What's the why of your city? That's the question at the heart of a project St. Louis Story Stitchers rolls out the next few weeks. What's special about my city? Why does my city matter? You know, what happens in my city? How does my city affect its inhabitants? That's Brandon Lewis, co-chair of St. Louis Story Stitchers, a collective of young artists, writers, rappers, poets, podcasters. They're known for poetry slams and other events that emphasize a constructive response to challenging circumstances, particularly in predominantly black neighborhoods where racist policies like redlining denied economic opportunity to generations of residents. Lewis has a poem on the Why of My City compilation album. He asks what the people of the distant future will remember about St. Louis. Or remember that our city birthed legends because our city is legendary. Will they remember the struggle that kept my people in the slums or that my people used that very struggle to overcome? On the track, What's Your Why?, KP, Dennis, and Integrity shout out the four corners of the sea. We standing with you, we tackle issues like civic pride. Hate will cease to exist, let's put our differences aside. From my side to your side, from Dutchtown to South Side, from Penrose to North Side, from Benton Park to Old North, the West End, the West Side. We bless when we step out, we stand down, rise up, stand together, wise up. The album is available now. The first of the podcasts about St. Louis neighborhoods is dedicated to the Ville, and it's out today. St. Louis Story Stitchers is in part a youth movement, but for this project, it joined up with community elders who added historical perspective, like Bobby Norfolk, an Emmy-winning storyteller and performer. Norfolk relayed to his young collaborators a quote from Marcus Garvey, the 20th century writer and political activist. He said, a person with no knowledge of themselves or their culture is like a tree without roots. So to know where you're going, you need to know where you've been. Norfolk says that's particularly important for African-American youth who may not know the history of a place like the Ville. On the podcast about it, Norfolk joins Percy Green II, founder of the black activist group Action. They talk about everything from the rich history of Sumner High School to the jumbo shrimp at the old Saralu Cafe. Sitting there just soaking in all of that information was so life-changing for me. That's Emira Burns, a poet and musician and the program director for Story Stitchers. It made me go back home and think like, well, what do we have to do to get back to that? Burns performs a poem on the album in which she talks about losing friends to gun violence. She also co-hosted a podcast about the West Side, referring to Wells Goodfellow and the Wellston Loop. She says she found some opportunities for destruction around there, as she puts it, but that's not all. There's still beauty there. Even though all you hear about is the killing and the murdering, you know, there's still love there. You just have to want to see it and you just have to listen and you'll find it. In these songs and in these stories, there's joy and hurt, celebration, regret, pride in coming from St. Louis, but a commitment 
to make it better. Like on this track, Who's Ready, where Shekinah Taylor calls for peace in the streets. If we're not trying to save our city, then we're living in banks. People out are taking lives like it's a video game. What I'm saying isn't make-believe, because anything is possible. And if we work together, we can't obliterate these obstacles. So put the gun down, get up, and join the movement, because there's strength in numbers. So let's get to it. We ready, we ready, we ready for a violence podcast coming out next week is all about St. Louis music. Following that are episodes dedicated to University City and the Del Mar Loop, Walnut Park, and the city of Ferguson. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.